Hello, you fucks. It's another week here on KW Radio. We are live. It's uh, Wednesday, the 12th of July. It's episode 19 of series 4. I am, of course, David Lovell. <sighs> Fucking hell, I'm tired. Oh, this past Saturday and Sunday afternoon, we were in Lowestoft. Uh, a show took place. It was pretty good. It was called Beachful Bashings. Um, and um, we had some fun. Um, no question about it. We had some huge fun there up in the most easterly town in the United Kingdom. Um, I'm going to just shoot the breeze for a couple of minutes uh, before I go to a specially taped uh, KW radio that we, we decided on about 10 minutes notice to tape uh, an episode of KW radio. We had some guests. Um, we They shot the shit about stuff. And uh, we... Um, we may have broken the internet and, uh, well, won the guests. Not spoiling it yet. Let's just say they had a bit of a ripper of a rant against a former friend of theirs, now Bitter Enemy. Which is kind of our bread and butter, if we're being perfectly honest. Um, but firstly, what I'm going to do is um, just quickly, uh, while I've got time, talk about uh, upcoming KAW events. Um, of course, with Beachful Bashings now in the books... Um, we now have the final stop 2012. Oh, fucking hell. I feel like I'm travelled back five years. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, you can tell I'm not quite with it today. Um, we have the final stop 2017 on August 12th. That's probably where I got it mixed up. Uh, from St Mary's Church Hall in Shadwell. Featuring D.L. Hicks. Spoiler. Defending the undisputed KAW Championship, he successfully defended the title at Beachful Bashings. He takes on a man who's not only the challenger for the uh, undisputed KAW title, but also the number one contender to the international championship, the whole effing hurts Super Skull, although the rumour is on the block is that General Manager Mr. Liam Stevens, who happens to be the international champion, is trying to uh, dick move Super Skull into losing that international title shot. We will see what happens. Watch this space over the next couple of weeks, ladies and gentlemen, as we hope to uh, give you some more information on that news story. Also, we have uh, Gotham Vice, Psycho Yank and Joker challenging for the Kick-Ass Wrestling World Tag Team Championships against the champions representing the administration, Mark West and Rogue. Also, we've got a couple other things in uh, the pipeline for the final stop 2017, including, yep, a British rules match. I forgot to mention as well, the main event is also under bloody murder rules. So in order to uh, lose, you have to bleed first. So, um, yeah, we're going to get some towels and stuff like that. We might have to get a mop uh, for when we're in Mary's Church Hall, August 12th. Um, we're planning a British rules match for the final stop 2017. Uh, it's been a staple pretty much since 2012 um, that we have a British rules match on the final stop. Uh, we had it in lower stop last year. Um, of course, the final stop was over two shows. Uh, speaking of two shows, uh, we're going to have three shows in the month of September. All three of our venues are going to be... Um, part and parcel of the 9th anniversary tour. Firstly, on Friday, the 8th of September, uh, KW House, the iconic KW House in Stepney, will host the first leg of the tour. The second leg of the tour, 24 hours later, takes place at St Mary's Church Hall in Shadwell. And then finally, one week later, on Saturday, September 16th, uh, we head back to Castle Danger in Lowestoft in Suffolk. Um, 
spoilers spoilers will come ahead in the um upcoming uh, uh taped kw radio which i'll play in a short while um but we will have of course on the lowest off leg the finals of the king castle danger tournament we figured it out as far as we're going to have four qualifying matches for the Saul Taylor Classic Cup, the third annual Saul Taylor Classic Cup, of course, in named in honour of our fallen brother Saul Taylor. Um, it's hard to believe, actually, it's coming up to nearly two years since we've lost him as well, um, after a tragic incident taking place at a show in Australia in in 2015. Uh, the third annual Saul Taylor Classic. Um, this year, we we well, we had, I believe, uh, 16 competitors in last in the first tournament. Eight in last year's tournament. We're going to probably have four qualifiers leading to a field of eight. So, oh shit, I'm, my maths is fucking terrible. Uh, you can tell I've been jet lagged, but pr- pretty much on and off since um, since Sunday evening, and we didn't even get a plane. We were on a train. Um, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to have uh, four qualifying matchups during the anniversary tour. Uh, one on the Friday, 8th of September, two on the 9th of September, and then one in Lowestoft on the 16th. Um, the tournament proper, then, oh, evidently, on the anniversary tour, every show on the tour will have an undisputed KAW title defence. Uh, we're basically doing, for lack of a better expression, a three-fitters of warfare, but it's time over three shows. Um, those who remember the April Duel series that DL Hicks and Blaze had, that was under the... Um, Seven Shades, uh, not Seven Shades of Pain, Three Theatres of Warfare banner. Um, so uh, bear that in mind. We're going to have three undisputed kick-ass wrestling title defences over the three shows. Uh, so three in the space of a week. Um, it's going to be very, very fun. Uh, speaking of back, back to the Saul Taylor Classic, though, uh, on Friday, October 13th, we are going to have another KW House event called Date with the Night 2017. Yep, we'll bring back Date with the Night for one year, hopefully. Maybe more, who knows. Uh, that's uh, going to be where the Saul Taylor Classic Cup tournament proper, the first round, begins. Uh, so that's on Friday, the 13th of October. 24 hours later, on the 14th of October, we will have the uh, Shot at Glory event taking place at Mary's Church Hall in Shadwell. Um... Seriously, we are going to have quite the um, lineup of shows in 2017, as you can tell. Uh, of course, we will have the Charlotte Glory Scramble taking place uh, on October 14th. Uh, the winner of that earns the Charlotte Glory itself, the most coveted title shot in British underground wrestling. I mean, for fuck's sake, it allowed Liam Stevens to become the undisputed champion. So figure that one out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and then we round off uh, 2017 with two shows. Firstly, back to KW House. Uh, we were going to have this at St. Mary's Church Hall, um, but the dates didn't quite add up. So we're going to have a house party, as it were, for the 8th annual November Pain event on Saturday, the 18th of November. Then two weeks later, on Saturday, December 2nd, we will return to St Mary's Church Hall for the final time 2017 and that is the well that will be the third annual December to Remember event and that's the first one taking place in Shadwell um also we're looking at maybe doing a week before Christmas event two weeks after that possibly on the weekend of the 16th of December at Castle Danger in Lowestoft uh, we're, we're currently in negotiations with Mr Danger to either do that or possibly Lowestoft has been penciled in as a possible venue 
for the second Wrestle Empire event taking place in the early part of January. But with all this, stay close to social media. Um, KW and the internet, of course. Go to our website, kickasswrestling.co.uk. Go to uh, uh, Twitter, which is at KW underscore underground. On Facebook, face, uh, facebook.com slash group slash kickasswrestlinguk. You can add me on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebossdavidlovell, L-U-V-V-A-L-L. Uh, I'm on Twitter at KAWcommissioner. Um, Liam Stevens, of course, he's our GM. He has to have a shout-out. Is at Stevens KW on Twitter. I can't remember what his um, Facebook is. Uh, Mr. Danger, of course, our Lowestoft promoter, is at Michael Reeves11 on Twitter. Again, I forget what his Facebook is. Um, just look for Michael Anthony Reeves. He goes by his shoot name uh, on uh, Facebook, so find him. Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash kickass wrestling UK. Um, Go to tinyurl.com slash kwswag for shop zone related shenanigans. And of course, for archive KW Radio episodes, go to tinyurl.com slash kwradio. Right, I've killed enough time where we can do this. Uh, so on the other side of this brief pause, we'll have the taped episode of KW Radio from Castle Danger Lowestoft. See you soon. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this very special live edition of KW Radio. We are from Castle Danger at Lowestoft in Suffolk. I'm, of course, the boss, David Lovell. And uh, we are... Well, we're also filming this as well, so it might turn up as a promo and potpourri thingy on the uh, website, kickassrestling.co.uk. And Liam Stevens is a jack-off. It's a 51-card deck, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, in all seriousness, our first guest is... um, a former kick-ass wrestling world heavyweight world tag team yeah. British heavyweight champion. He is the man they call Blaze, and uh, he is uh, currently nursing a Pepsi cinnamon or Pepsi fire, as it's called. Blaze, welcome to KW Radio. Right, so goodness me, it's like uh, Liam Stevens dropped his drawers and did a fart. Oh, yeah, a smoke again. He probably did. <laughs> no, but um, let's. <laughs> Goodness me. Okay. Vapor Hey, it's vapor's a clock. Fuck him's a clock. It's cereal vape here in uh, Castle Danger. KW sponsored by vape. <laughs> vape. Vape and Pepsi Fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in any in, in any event, um, should we talk about beach ball bashings? Yay. Sure, Yay. Does anyone remember the results? I've got one of that. Barely some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Danger's got it on the laptop, but yeah. unfortunately, we don't have the laptop to hand. We do, actually. We'll go for the matches. We'll wait, we'll wait for Mr. Danger to... Um, goodness me. It's like, a, it's like a dragon ejaculated in here. Dragon <laughs> ejaculated. But, um, yeah, Beachful Bashings was a thing. And Liam's going to get a kick in the nuts. Yeah, there is someone else vaping, but he's not getting the point. <laughs> is the uh, designated wank pheasant here. <laughs> no, but in, in any seriousness, in all seriousness, we've got a couple of guests to um, get through. So, um, okay, so we'll, we'll, we, we, we might talk about beach ball bashing later on. Uh, uh, Blaze, of course, um, B&B are chasing for the World Tag Team titles at this point in time in 2017. Um, 
And I'll mention Liam Stevens as well, push, put, it, put the odd dick move into uh, play to ensure you do not get that title shot. Anything to say about uh, Stevens? This is the place where he cuts the promo. Mm -hmm. Well, he's obviously a bit of a dick for her, isn't it? Well, you know, that's, that's what he likes to do, play dick moves on people. Well, just a little bollocks to me. <laughs> and this is where we um, have some pre-prepared questions. Uh, the first question for Blaze, this is from this is from LS from Barking. Have you had your hand up a woman's asshole? <laughs> <laughs> you lewd human being, whoever LS is. Oh come on, let's blame the others who it is. It's the fucking Stevens. <laughs> oh wait, that's Ellis. <laughs> I wonder who that guy is. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you who it is, a stupid an idiot that thinks he's Bo Dallas, but he's a shit one. <laughs> guns out. Gun, sun's out, guns out. Actually, the cloud's out at the moment. Yeah. Cloud's out, old man is yelling at them. <laughs> okay, uh, we, won't, we won't take that question, obviously. Um, so, obviously, obviously um, Belial... Um, Helped out the uh, the uh, liquidation back at Carpe Diem, and it's kind of helped them out a little bit, I guess. Since does that mean that you, in turn, are, for lack of better expression, helping out the liquidation as well? Because it seems to me that the, at least with the administration, playing devil's advocate here, we know that it's D.L. Hicks, we know it's Rogue, we know it's Mark West, and we know it's Drayton Gray. And Stephen's pulling the strings. Am I right in thinking the liquidation is basically everyone else? What do you mean, like everyone else? Who's not in the Who's not in the administration? Well, I mean, obviously you've got other guys that are just agenda. You know, they've got their own agenda, like anger. Well, you know, he doesn't care. He hates them, but you know, he's got his own agenda. I don't know, there's, there's other people in the roster probably that have got their own agenda that's not, you know, with them and hate them, I don't know. Evidently that was a question from Miss N Chromosome from Ipswich. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> I think that may be a pseudonym. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness me. Um, <laughs> actually, I do have a question. Uh, obviously, now, at this point in time, like I mentioned, B&B... I kind of down on the tag team run, as it were. Down a few rows in the tag team division. Someone like that name. Oh, do you know Miss N Chromosome? I'm sure you do. I'm sure, too fair, Liam, I'm sure you do. You've been to Ipswich a few times. Yeah. And not, and not for the football. <laughs> yes, no. Never mind. Anyway. Right, so BNB obviously a couple of runs down the tag team division. Obviously, you've got Gotham Vice challenging Rogue and Mark West on August 12th at the final stop with the world tag titles on the line. Essex Strong Style, obviously, Xavier James, Horse Meat, and Polly Time Pete seem to be also vying for number one contendership to the tag titles as well. Um, do you see B&B getting a chance at the tag team titles in the near future, or is it just a case of having to go on to singles endeavours for the time being? Well, the way it's going, obviously, where Stevens is being, doing all his dick move stuff, 
Once we're able to get the job right now, as you said about singles, check it out. At the moment, that's what we're doing, but you know, whenever we get that chance for the tag titles, we'll take it. Obviously, yourself and Blow, you know, like yesterday at Beachful Bashings, that's a spoiler actually. I should have put spoiler alert. Uh, but of course, Belial lost the international championship. Um, but do you reckon that may give you additional hiatus to a go for the tag titles or b maybe even go for the international title or even the undisputed championship yourself? Well, I'm always open to get any title. You know, that's what I'm here for in KW. I wouldn't be here if if it wasn't that. You know, you know. Indeed, um, and also we do have one more question here um, from Anonymous, not that Anonymous, <laughs> <laughs> just everyone's expecting Illuminati to peel out on the PA and five guys with five guys with Guy Fawkes masks just beat the shit out of them, just like 2014. <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, um, one more question actually for you Blaze before we move on to our next guest. Um, Obviously, last year you were involved in a taxing tables, ladders, and chairs match for the Kick-Ass Wrestling World Tag Team Titles. That's when BNB finally captured the titles, uh, defeating Fucking Therapy. Uh, so Super Skull and Horsemeat were your opponents there. The first ever tables, ladders, and chairs. I mean, the first in anything is going to be hard because you have obviously out the gate you want to. Um, Make sure that you have the best match possible. But at the same time, it's the the additional pressure of being those guys who were in the first match of its kind in kick-ass wrestling, and you don't really want to balls it up. Mm. What? So, talk to me about how you were feeling before, during, and after that tables, lads, and chairs match. Because I'm pretty sure that you had a raft of emotions um, going in during the match itself, and then. Obviously, after you won the titles. Well, um, obviously nervous before the, you know, the, you know, before we did the match, and you know, I didn't want to bugger up, and in the end, got the titles. Felt good to win the titles. Um, it was a crazy match as well. It was absolutely a very physical matchup, and tables were broken, furniture was broken, and <laughs> how the hell we did lose our deposit at the, the church hall was quite impressive. <laughs> okay, so um, before we uh, before we let you out into the wild, Blaze, any final thoughts um, on the state of kick-ass wrestling as we know it, and uh, any thoughts going into the final stop on August twelfth? Um, thoughts on. Just in general. Hey. Uh, well, KW is going strong, obviously. Always will be. Uh, final stop. Sure, you can. see what happens at final stop. Okay, well, with that being said, we might as well let you out into the wild to um, have a waz or whatever the f you need to do. Ladies and gentlemen, once again. The man they call Blaze, and uh, if you'd like to vacate the seat so I can get our next guest on. Sweet. Thank you. As, uh, well, as uh, 
Oh, Let's see. Oh, goodness me. We're ten minutes in. It feels like we've been doing nothing. Um, <laughs> evidently, uh, Mr. Danger does have his laptop handy, and he's trying to pull up the um, results of Beachful Bashings, which we'll have a recap in due course. Um, thanks. <laughs> Basically, his laptop's fooped. A little bit fooked, so that's a, a bit awkward. <laughs> But that being said, I'm known to um, do some more. I could tell you some really awkward stories. Most of them are from Leightonstone, though. So oh, oh. I can tell you a few too. Don't worry, it's nothing that we can't. Well, to be fair. Oh, wish. <laughs> Lord knows he's tried. Okay, so our next guest at this point in time, uh, I think he's just had a vape. He's a vape enthusiast. He's um, the other half of B&B. The other half of the tag team champions. Please welcome the Lyle. He's got, to, he's got to go through this cloud of smoke. That he created. <laughs> he's, he's a one man smoke machine. <laughs> KW House events are so fucking, you know, cost effective because of that. We don't need, we don't need a smoke machine. So how are you feeling? How, how, obviously you had um, a couple of taxi matches yesterday, lost the international title, but I guess it, you get knocked down, you get back up again. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll bounce back from that. I mean, obviously, Cola Liam Stevens is one guy that I know who preys on, Flavor. Cube. I guess, bravado, oh, yeah. for lack of a better expression. Did you yeah, feel like one. you could beat him at a canter and then all of a sudden the lights went out? But this tank, yeah, I've won. <coughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, about to say. Was that Steve as it's done that? Oh, it's a track or something. I thought I could win that, but I was uh, very disappointed to, to lose. But, uh, you know. Yeah, shit happens, mate. <laughs> I will rematch. I think we can arrange it. Um, as, a, as a title holder, Liam's got to obviously to defend the title in a rematch at, with the former champion. And as long as he holds the title, he's got to, hold, he's got to defend it within a certain amount of time. Um, so we'll see if we can arrange something for the 12th of August. Um, the card for the final stop is yet to be fully finalised. Goodness me. <laughs> Quite the effect. Um, right, so briefly let's talk about, um, obviously, your, you've been kick-ass wrestling on for about two years now. Uh, it's really recently that you've been really finding your stride. Although you've had some really great matches in that time. What would you say would be your favourite match of all time kick ass wrestling? These are just random throwaway questions, of course, because uh, this week's uh, KW Radio has become a Q&A, because uh, Mr. Danger is currently taking a sledgehammer to his uh, lap to his laptop at the moment. Yeah. Once, once we um, pull up those results, we'll, um, we'll bring the laptop in stat. <laughs> so uh, yeah, below well, favorite match of all time in kick-ass wrestling that you've been involved in. Favorite match? Um, probably the table ladder chair match. Yay! I would argue that's probably got to be up on top of the list. Um, obviously, you, you mentioned you talked about this uh, actually on the um. On our um, Spoken Word special from last November, I believe you were on yeah. Oh Shit, There Goes the Planet. Yay! Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I know you talked briefly about that as well. 
Um, so, any other matches that you find? You, what what matches do you consider to have been really good in kick ass wrestling overall? Because uh, since oh shit, there goes the planet. There must have been a couple that have been added to to that list. Um, probably winning my first title was with the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. In your second ever match, when famously you broke Boomerang Brian Walker's ribs. Ouch. He got over the channel to Europe. He was scheduled to wrestle. It's a moment drop. Yeah. Basically, British style 2015. <laughs> Bilal made his debut. Wrestled Xavier James. Absolutely wiped the floor him. So, he was put in the gauntlet for the KW Cruiserweight Championship. Um, at the time held by Boomer and Brian Walker. <laughs> Bilal and Walker face each other in the gauntlet. Bilal takes a Samoan drop. Oh, delivers a Samoan drop, excuse me. <laughs> Boomerang takes the Samoan drop and ends up with four cracked ribs. Literally, he was... It was that impactful. And then Boomerang just tapes himself up, test takes some painkillers, and is like, fuck, I've got a date in, in Europe to fulfil. He gets himself over the channel. The, the doctor attending the match in Europe... Won't clear Boomerang to wrestle because he's got four cracked ribs. That's how Boomerang found out, and he was out for four months as a result of that. A month for each rib. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. That was quite impressive. I, I, I understand Boomerang and Bilal have since um, apologized. You know, it's water under the bridge now, but quite the physical way to debut, I guess, or make your second appearance. You know, winning, that, that, quite a physical way to win your first title. Okay. Uh, no, we don't have. <laughs> oh, good. No questions that are ridiculously lewd, which is good to know. Uh, um, okay, so obviously these are fairly fairly generic. Um, someone has asked, "What is your favourite match involving someone other than you in Kick-Ass Wrestling, either past, present, basically in any time of all time? Your favourite KW match of all time that does not involve you?" I was going to say literally first one comes off the top of your head, but you're right, there are quite a few. There, there are quite quite a few decent ones, I'll, I'll say that. But, um, okay, so... Um, no, so no, no questions from Miss and Chromosome, No, no. <laughs> I think that was, that was a, a unique one. Well, I thought it was a bullet there. <laughs> <laughs> Or no, or no messages, no, no messages from LS. Mm. No, um, especially not LS from Watford. Hey. Yes. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a dick. Um, apparently, he manages an underground wrestler called Jacob Noir. Who? For, 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 to, I'll give. I'll get. Actually, I'll, I'll pop Stevens with this explanation of who Jacob Noir is. He's the Josh Bodum of underground wrestling. Oh. Only one promotion will probably take, touch him. You made a good point. It's just, <laughs> and it probably isn't even that promotion. <laughs> okay, okay. Our final question. I got off. Seriously, my my train of thought is seriously, um, you know, derailed. <laughs> okay, our final question for Belial is: um, 
Now, obviously, I, I mentioned this to Blaze earlier on. Um, obviously, I assume chasing for the international championship to regain it from Liam Stevens is, I guess, the short-term priority. But do you reckon as well that you and Blaze be looking to regain the tag team titles in the year 2017? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know I mean, because when we lost the titles, that was like lowest moment for us but, um, if I'm right you didn't even lose the titles you were stripped of them by, well, by Liam Stevens. well yeah unfairly hmm. well, I believe the phrase is dick move <laughs> yeah <laughs> dick move that's some deuce bad hey. indeed you can really tell that the American part of Bilal comes out at this point in time I know you Obviously, reside in, in Walking Cross. Um, I'm trying to remember of American descent. Orlando. Mm -hmm. Can't get any more. <laughs> you can't get any more American than Orlando. Um, NXT country and part of the state of Florida, which derogatorily gets known as the penis of the United States. <laughs> but I think it's more of an actual. Geography. No, that's that's what it is. Okay. Um. So, before we let you go, any thoughts on that best KW match of all time that you've seen? Activate first. So it's not <laughs> involving me. Uh, Correct. Is it is it literally just too many matches? Yeah. How about how about one? Pete, spokesman. Is it and Gray? Fuck off. Yeah. Lucha oh, is it the infamous hardcore oh, match from Carpe Diem that involved the death Lucha of Lucha Pete? Pete? Yes. Yeah. 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 You do realise that Liam Stevens is still sorting out the paperwork. He's had, he's had to write a massive letter to Lucha Pete's widow. <laughs> oh no! All the way in um, Tijuana, Essex. Oh no! Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The Tijuana. amount of paper, the amount of red tape. Tijuana. Goodness me. Okay, but I will best let you go because we've got to move on. Uh, as far as uh, KW Radio is concerned, because Mr. Danger has a laptop. And I can provide some beautiful bashing's results. So, uh, Bilal, thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, one half of B and B, Bilal. This is an interesting thing because um, for those seeing this on the promos and popery section of our website, um, yeah, we've got some somewhat of an interesting. <laughs> That's why Pajama drinks. Because I don't normally do this. I don't normally tape this on on video and stuff. So um, so we have the um, results from Beachful Bashings. I'll give some thoughts on this. Um, actually, I've just because I've just noticed the wank trying to leave to have a wank. Uh, General Manager Mr. Liam Stevens, come forward. And also. And also, the, and also the international champion, but um, 
The title's not there because it's in his Bedford Rascal. Wind of a Bedford Rascal. You do realise, Liam, by putting your, the international title belt into your Bedford Rascal, on your own, you legitimately have doubled the value of that belt. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I guess grave. now this is the, the first time in about two years I've actually reunited with uh, the Wallace commentary partner. Oh, and that says a lot considering I had a, com a three. I was part of a three-man team: Mr. Showbiz and Mr. Arsenal. <laughs> and they talked over each right. other. It was like a cacophony of noise. It was. It, it was like a, It was like listening to seagulls being fisted. <laughs> So, our opening contest from uh, Beachful Mashings. Do we have a laptop? Sorry? Do we hold the laptop? <laughs> I'd, I'd rather you hold something else, quite frankly. <laughs> hold your own cock. <laughs> <laughs> Someone completely destroyed the joke. <laughs> As um, our opening contest saw the spokesman challenge Drake Gray for the KW Hardcore Championship, your uh, guy, obviously, in the administration. Uh, Drake retained. In eight minutes, four seconds. Obviously, you're chuffed about this. Um, any comments, Mr. Stevens? It does work this time. <laughs> well, Danny, ace of the cruiserweights, the ace of anything he gets to do. Now he's come, he can become ace of the hardcore division. So, who needs Bubba Ray Dudley? Who needs Spike Dudley? Who needs Chijiri? The list goes on. Even he can take Jimmy Havlock's place in the king of hardcore. Ooh. So. I announced it on what the, the, fuck? the K KW Radio or, or, or Spoken Word, something like that. Oh, this is an office. I don't know, podcast, whatever. Live on videotape, Drake and Grey will be in the next tournament of death. CCW. Really? Yeah. I'm sure if he tucked his cock and balls, he could be the ace of female wrestling. Yeah, right, Stevens? And, and, and that Blazers job. Fuck you! <laughs> 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 I like women's wrestling. I think uh, Grey will have someone else to answer to, don't mm. I? I assume you have some stories about the pay-per-view party that you guys went to in Wimbledon. Definitely. <laughs> I might as well entertain this for a second. <laughs> oh, I took, yeah, I took Blaze, the cameraman, Charon, down to Wimbledon. Charon, the hardcore cameraman. Charon, Sweet. Uh, oh, that's not his catchphrase. Oh, I don't know. Melt. Yeah, melt. Fuck you. That's what she said there, I told her. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we got up there, I think, and we walked through the room. I, 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 all I see is turn around, Blaze is nowhere to be seen. Where's he gone? That's Shotsy Black over there. He's, he's, he's in a corner just rubbing on his trouser out for some reason. I don't know why. Fuck <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And I was like, so I, so I said to him, well, Charon wanted a. It, I heard the word swing, but I couldn't. I couldn't see Drayton around anyway. But, <laughs> swing. But yeah. <laughs> um, like, I was getting a shopsy black heart taking shirt anyway, and she went, "Oh, two for 15. I went, "Might as well see if I can give give, give Blaze an idea to give it to his brother Xavier, because I don't like Blaze." Um, but what well, I get that one, and Charon's like, "Oh, what me?" I went, well, do, you, "Do you want to get a picture instead?" Yeah, I could. So as soon as, uh, uh, by the time I could fit feet, I could feel feel that the ground shaking. I think Charon dropped his cock. But <laughs> <laughs> a fud. It's like that. Right. So just a tip. Blaze has got the T-shirt from from Shotzi. 
and Charon got his picture. It just. Uh, I, ma- I imagine if Blaze got a picture, his head would have exploded and not the one on top of his shoulders. <laughs> head in shaft. Mind blown. Fucking hell. Right? They got their wow. pictures and t shirts, but I was hoping more people would turn up. It was just us three, plus the promoter who put it on. Three stooges! And the owner of Free the Free stooges! <laughs> It will watch your money in the bank and what place place end up sitting next to? Shotzi. Hey! As soon as Maria comes out, I heard a pop and the table moved. I went, what the hell? Oh, okay. A, a pop in the orgasmic sense. I don't know. I was like, yeah! And the table just moved like five inches up. <laughs> but I'm exaggerating now, so it could have been two. Oh! But that's... What you were telling me about Blaze is it, it's like a belly button going from an innie to an outie. <laughs> mm. That's what. That's what. what well, apparently, that's that, that's what Liam said, and he should be a, such a fucking pervert, quite frankly. But, I know, but technically, he, he likes to rest his nuts on the table. Jerry's <laughs> 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 no, the one who rests his nuts on the Jesus Christ. No, he puts them in your ball bags. Oh! oh cross. I think yeah. the phrase is savage. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Gotham Vice. No. And that's Strong Style. Um, in a tag team action. First tag team matchup here at Castle Danger and Lowestoft. And Gotham Vice in nine minutes exactly. Garnering the, the win. And that's retaining the number one contendership to the world tag team titles. Held by your guys. It's a common theme here. Uh, Mark Western Rogue. Um, do you see Gotham Vice as a threat to you come the, the final stop on August 12th? Well, the Psycho Yank has got his credentials. Yeah. You've got that word then. <laughs> Probably this fucking last off shit here. Yeah. No, but one of my Mr. James yeah, got to do on this. Um, but, Gotham, right, Psycho Yank can hold his own. Joker's just a. You relax down there. I just. I wasn't saying he's a joke, but. <laughs> Stop blowing smoke up his ass. Oh! Turtleson <sighs> has found a vape shop. Uh, but. Vape <laughs> shop? What? A vape shop. Vape. <laughs> so. I was about to say, I'm currently sampling uh, Pepsi Fire, which is cinnamon. Other beverages are available at Carlton Nature. <laughs> you know you're available in the foyer. <laughs> Other, you know, we could have done the petrol garage, but technically Superstore's not allowed there. Mm. That's, the, that's the drawback of having it here, Danger. There's a petrol garage right next door, you're fucked. <sighs> but, yeah, so... That sounds, that sounds like a bigger drawback than an elephant's foreskin. <laughs> no, we see an elephant's foreskin. For fuck's fuck. sake! It's, really, really, it's a sweet, really squeaky subject. Um, oh, but, you know. Yeah, so Psyche Yang can hold his own. Joker's a bit of a fucking card on his own, but. <laughs> card on his own. I don't, uh, think, he's, I don't think he's an ace or he's, or he's one of the Jack the Lads. He's a bit wild. But he's not a queen. <laughs> uh, I, I hope he can, he can answer a 10 count if he doesn't stand up. Uh, but you never. So uh, he doesn't necessarily have your heart. I'm always a diamond to you, but you, you. I think he's a spade. But you're going to call a spade, spade a spade and beat him with a club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, my my analogies were a fuck ton better there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Gotham Vice retained the number one contendership. Right now we've got the King Cast Danger Tournament. Um, now at the final stages that will take place on September 16th when we return. Um, really. 
September 16th, indeed, the, the third leg of our anniversary tour. Oh, I've read, read, so, yeah, read the memo wrong. On the, on, well, on the 8th, we're at Caleby House. On the 9th, we're at Mary Churchill Shadwell. And then 16th September, we are here at Castle Danger. That's going to be a fun three shows weather in the space of a week. Weather oh, it's going to be a hell of a loop. Right, so the Ken Castle Danger Tournament um, saw Party Time Pete and Boomer and Brian Walker in a rematch from the 2016 final. Um, Pete got the, the uh, victory by submission in 4 minutes 15 seconds. That's bound to have pissed you off because a former geezer uh, got the win, although that being said. Wait, who was it? You, Boomerang Brian Walker. An immigrant. Oh! Someone, I just remember now, someone who you said last year was from New Zealand. Yes. Savage. Same place as Bree Presley. Presley. No. Your mate Will's of Ralph. <laughs> How long, no one knows. I think you'd rather go to bed with Travis Banks, I don't know. That's because Liam is so sexually frustrated, it's unreal. Bullshit. His balls are just blue. They're 50 shades of blue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on to this um, delicate subject. We're not sharing the same Moving on to this incredibly delicate subject. Go. Blaze and Belial. B&B exploded. Now this is probably your favourite match. Yeah, when Dangerous said, look, here's my hat and here's my names. All of here's a video of me drawing stuff out of a hat. Yeah. I actually thought he was just actually mending a hat. He didn't know he was doing stuff. It was rigged. <laughs> Thanks. Brutal. Yeah. Fucking rigged. What are we? Fucking red pro. <laughs> oh. oh, what? Are we rigging stuff like Southside rigging Joseph Connors and actually <laughs> title matches? Fucking idiot. You're saying the word rigged is like you're bringing, bringing the, the man from Leighton saying, Hello, I know things, but K Fabe is dead. What is K Fabe? I don't know. K Fabe, isn't that Wilkin Shit's first female wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> Did she wrestle Vicky Fabe back in like 2001? Yeah. Oh, wait, who is Vicky Fabe, evidently? Wizkid Luke's sister. Yeah. Oh! Fun fact, ladies and gentlemen. She, she didn't get paid for that, even though she was dating Mr. Danger at the time, I think. No, no. she... Savage. No, she was uh, just a... A girl. I can't believe like, the Leightonstone scene had ring rats. <laughs> or groupies, uh, if you want to call them that. I know. I, I said ring rats for the benefit of my completely not-feminist colleague here. Drown rats. Groupies. They're called groupies. Groupies. You don't, you don't call fucking... You know, rock rock concert groupies. You know, stage rats or anything like that. No, just sexually dri driven women of a certain age. Anyway, um, so. Ah, oh, Pon Jovi. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, B and B exploding didn't actually happen too much, did it? It's not like D and D exploded, which technically is not going to happen properly because they won't match, and that's it. Yeah. You've come back from your walk. Right, you're all nicked. <laughs> Shit! Hide the drugs! <laughs> Jesus is coming, hide the ball! Obviously, Stephen's. Obviously, Mrs. Danger just came back and Stephen's just sheeted his pants. <laughs> but I was about to say, um, backtracking a little bit, the only time that Liam Stevens and the sentence promoter and respect will come to the same thing. That normally end with bagger, won't it? No. Yeah. Oh, come on. You reinvigorated the barking wrestling scene. 
I'm being incredibly <laughs> facetious, but so. Uh, you want to throw some skips at me? Yeah. <laughs> skip off. George. Skip off. <laughs> or give. Oh no. Or give Mr. Danger's favourite crisp or where it is, and saying he, he inspires to be a twiglet. And <laughs> Stevens. If you don't. If, if, if Good to me. Okay, so Belial defeats Blaze in. Um, Possibly train of thought completely. 629 to advance to the final. So it's Belial versus Pete. Who do you think's going to win September 16th? Uh, if Pete retains, is that, a, is that a record? There's only been two tournaments. Hey, let's get this world records. But I don't care. It's not the keys to Castle Danger, so who is fuck? Okay, well, moving on, and I'll admit, I kind of regret this a little bit. You defeated Belial after intermission, uh, who substituted for myself, because, look, I, I shut my fucking hand in the door. Bullshit! <laughs> so take, take a look at that. I am now permanently doing a pinky swear. Bullshit! So, Pete defeated, uh, excuse me, Liam... Peter Cockwomble here. That's his real name. Check it out. Fuck off, Lee. I'm supposed to get out of this. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Not related to Brown Yeah, that's why you changed your name to Liam Stevens. And also to um, avoid confusion with your with your client um, with your former client, um, <laughs> the one who calls himself the party time. Yeah. The party. I think he actually had to add. Yeah. Oh right. It's Liam Balls. He had to add the party time to his. But, oh, my head fucking hurts with you and your former clients, and all, there's all kinds of dogs and gays here, and Greg Burridge is even here. Um, but yeah, you won the international title, and it's in your Bedford Rascal, and like I said at the start, um, it's doubled the value of your vehicle. Actually, doubles the value when I'm in it, it's twice. But yeah, well, if technically you substitute someone, oh, look. You had to substitute yourself for someone who holds gold. You're an idiot. If you just said, oh, I choose someone that doesn't have gold around their waist, it won't lose. I goaded the tosser into putting it on the line. Technically, it was still a fucking yeah, stick rules match. <laughs> so, if anything, I smacked him with a bat or a, was it a wand. No, a bat. Made out of rubber. It's very harmless. So, anything. He went down like a sack of shit from a really shitty dildo. Well, I'll, I'll give you that one, but roll on the rematch when you get the shit kicked out of you and the title switches again. Well, technically. And hopefully this time, Belial won't, won't become the biggest turncoat this side Stop of Lord Warhol or 2015 Mark West. <laughs> Moving on, very quickly. <laughs> Speaking of Mark West... The turncoat. <laughs> um, he lost a Super Skull Viders qualification in the number one contender match for the international title in uh, 10 minutes 27 seconds. Um, West, well, Super Skull making his return to kick ass wrestling after you all guys beat the fuck out of him in February. Who knows it was Blaze? You regret nothing. No. Um, but, um, so what are your thoughts on Super Skull? Uh, winning and possibly taking the undisputed title off Dale Hicks come the final stop. 
Well, technically it's Hicks' problem due to Hicks has got, got Super Skull's number right. under his phone as shit-canned. But, if anything, I'm just more worried that he, he's now... You could be a unicorn. A number one contender for the New title day. I just won. Unicorn. Won. New just, day! Yeah. But if anything, my rules, my, my title, I do what the fuck I want with it, mate. Uh, yeah, so it's Drayton. It's, it's yeah. Getting confused, both sound the same, but one's a cop, ah. well, one's a cop yeah. one, one's an ace of cruiserweights. Yeah. You decide which one I meant. But, if anything, mm. whoever decides to defend the national title will be doing it on my behalf, because technically I will have to book shit for September. Because of you. Ooh, let's go KWF. Ooh, let's go Shadwell. Ooh, let's come back here. God. <laughs> I'll have to get figures in this and do I would count. Findus. Oh, figures. Watch yeah. out, watch out to your bell piece. Shush. And the reason being so that Liam can uh, actually see what a real penis looks like, even after an ensmallment. Uh, back in the game. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Mr. Danger uh, defeated Jimmy Suzuki in 7.47 in uh, the penultimate matchup and um, beat him up a little bit after the show, after the um, the uh, matchup. Uh, your thoughts on Jimmy Suzuki and Mr. Danger beating the shit out of him after the match? That must have pleased you a little bit. Well, Suzuki, Japanese import, fucking Pearl Harbor's biggest dis dis uh, regret, I don't know. But if anything, Mr. Danger doing what he did after the match like I said, the sea hair has got to him. <laughs> or, he's now realising that Pachetti is God. But, if anything, he may be having he may be having regrets due to, in August, he may be coming back to KW if he turns up in August with Dunkin' Donuts and Barcelona and Robbins. But, I'm going to wait to see if their loyalty card comes out and technically Orange supporters will have to present that card when they turn up Barsky Robbins. There's one in my own road. Near Whitechapel. I'm aware of this. So what you need to do is put that in his contract that he can visit Baskin and Robbins. He'd probably come down in August. See what I did there? Don't care. But yeah, he probably realised Pachetti's way was the only way. Now this Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin and Robbins deal that he's probably thought about. He's realising that Lady Norwich may become a fat club. And oh. he, may, he may have to join his missus in Slimming World. But, <laughs> never know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <coughs> Did anyone actually get a single word of sense out of him there? No. <laughs> I think what it was, the point I was trying to drive home was that Danger obviously beating the shit out of Suzuki. Obviously, you two feud. You know, you're, you clash with each other. Um... And I was half expecting the relationship between you and uh, Danger to almost become like uh, Brian Pillman and Kevin Sullivan back in the mid-90s. Just so you could say, I respect you, Booker man. Moving on. <laughs> on to the main event. And I may have spoiled the result of the main event a little bit. As, um, as Saint Anger, now the Psycho Saint Anger. So I imagine that's anchoring all caps. Um, lost to 
the Brit DL Hicks, uh, Hicks retained the title in 1658 in a very, very physical submission match. Very. Holy <laughs> shit, both guys, to their eternal credit, beat the fuck out of each other. That was 16 minutes 58 seconds, the most intense ass kicking I've seen in a long time. And I've seen DL Hicks kick the shit out of you. Do you mean New Year's execution? Kick the shit out of me. And then he said, I respect you, Booker Man. Well, duh, didn't you know it was planned? <gasps> Sorry, was that not to be heard? He's breaking kayfabe. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. I don't know. Biscuit. Oh, no, that's Brexit. Um, but yeah, so when, when Brexit gets involved, right? Do we have to send our imports back or do we have to send paperwork yeah. to say that we've got some bloke who's from Japan, another bloke from Japan that's not been seen because he works in Weatherspoons. That's uh, a douchey. <laughs> he, has a, he has a massive douchey, I don't know. <laughs> but we have, we, also, we have an Australian that's probably got a shit visa. <laughs> we have one, one half of former tag team champions that's pr probably American, so he's probably a Trumpist. <laughs> Um, we have Blaze, we don't know where he's come from, but we don't know his origin story. We might have to send him By back Trumpist, do you mean someone who's a fan of a very orange man or someone who likes to fart? Well, the viewers can decide. Now, we've got Blaze, we don't, know, a choice. We don't know where to send, send him back to, technically the shipyard or the brackers yard. Somewhere in Enfield, don't know. I'll put him, in a, I'll put him, in, put him somewhere called Freezy Water, might work. We have... Anyone else? Oh, we've got some Irish people. We might have to send them back to their country. Just so they can have Republicans. Uh, Only Deluxe left. Oh yeah, Deluxe. Deluxe helps me out with my fucking drink, the drink budget for KW. Because technically we've got, we've got a quota and he fills it. Like double. So technically we can get more money from the government if we get... Oh, it helps you with your drink problem. Yeah. <laughs> Helps me open it. Um, we've got a paper expense to get up here. So technically, with Brexit on the horizon, we, 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 we might be in a good deal because that might get more money as more, more imports to bring in. So, danger, if you listen to this, we can bring in more imports, just have to bring them by, over by ferry or dinghy. We can't actually put them on a proper boat because that's not going to cost effective. Oh shit, we've got Ace as well. We've not seen him in ages. Probably he's in love, but you never know. <laughs> is that, yeah, is yeah. that a country? I don't know. We never know where, where he's coming or going, because technically he has jobs left, right and centre, but... If well, anything, he's somewhere in Leightonstone. Somewhere? Leightonstone? He was Leightonstone's number one. I think he's moved to Seven Kings. <laughs> With her seven sisters. No, that's his fantasy. Seven sisters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty bugger. Ladies and gentlemen, Liam Stevens, everyone. <laughs> Fuck's sake. If we get thrown off of Spreaker, you know why. Uh, so technically that was his fantasy. Seven brothers and seven sisters, yeah. Hang on, was that incest? Right. <laughs> so, obviously, no thoughts on the uh, main event other oh, than no, that was weird. 
to say very basically. Don't break your notebook. Don't break your laptop. Don't say who won. She's got a collection of them. I'll add them to him here. It's fucking shite. Okay, right, so... Okay, so let's move on to the final section of this section with you, because we've got to fuck off in about an hour. Yeah, because you booked the trains, did you? Yeah, I booked the trains so we could actually get back to London before Monday. Yeah, but... Yeah. Obviously, he obviously <laughs> he wanted to explore the nightlife. He wanted to give a tip rank to a yeah. seagull. No, just make it shit itself. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, genuine, 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 genuine story, guys. Yeah. Liam, whilst we've been out here and, you know, doing the sightseeing in Lowestoft, he has seen two seagull shit. <laughs> and he, he displaying that as a massive badge of honour. Making them shit themselves, just staring me out. I was like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Technically, if you're in a staring concert with someone who's bigger than you, they shit themselves, you win. Yeah. I was, I was about to say, that, 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 oh, that comes down second bottom uh, as far as badges of honour to have. Second only to multi-time sex offender, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's a different case altogether. I think we've, I, I, genuinely, I think we may have uh, actually opened a hole into Stephen's mind and actually realised that he liked birds shitting on him. Not really. Oh, come on, super Freudian, isn't it? Well, 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 we need to ask SG what he likes. He might be into that sort of thing. SG. He may be into pickle. Or pickle Rick. I'm a pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Speaking of Netflix stuff, yeah. Obviously, I've still not watched Glow because after the first episode, it's just tits. What? Pardon? When we get back to KW House Blaze, the first episode of Glow has tits in it. What's Glow about? Glamorous ladies of wrestling get with the program. Uh, Sorry, wait a minute, he doesn't have internet at home. When he gets outside, sees a woman's boob jump, and he goes, Oh my god, I've had an orgasm. Very funny. But, Women in Enfield's probably like, oh shit, are you related to me? In the immortal words of Trekkie Monster Blaze, the internet is for poor. Dirty bastard. But yeah, I mean, I watched the first three episodes of Glow, I need to actually catch up on that. But uh, yeah, it, there's some rather, you know, not gratuitous, it's in the context of the thing, but there is some nudity. Uh, so yeah, not definitely not safe for work. Or in his case, Definitely not safe for jacking off on the you know on the um, South End arterial in his Bedford Rascal. So we must let you go, Liam. We must let you out into the wild. God help us, because we've got one more guest before we sign off. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the GM and international champion and overall bad egg, Mr. Liam Stevens. Oh, better race than you, in <sighs> Oh, dirty piece. Speaking of bad egg, fuck. Yeah, fuck you. Filthy animal. Oh. Oh, and then Blaze decides to laugh like Jimmy Carr being fisted. <laughs> by even, Shut bigger, it, even, by even a bigger Jimmy Carr. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, our final guest here on this uh, KWU episode is the man who Ooh. has helped us. Helmet. Oh, look at that! It's more. His entrance theme! <laughs> Mm. That genuinely, that's that's um, Come on, that's uh, the, the new cuckoo clock and castle danger, totally on the hour, and it's I think apropos that we bring in the man who has made this possible. Um, Yet again, blood, sweat, tears, and stuff. 
Uh, and yes, he beat the shit out of Jimmy Suzuki, but he, oh. he did as he does. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, KW Hall of Famer and the promoter here in Lowestoft, Mr. Danger. Do I have to? Don't, don't worry, we'll keep it relatively short. Stevens did hog most of the time, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so, yeah, um, I think, um, so, firstly, how are you? Uh, it was your birthday, wasn't it? On Friday, am I right? For Thursday? Thursday. I'm shit a day to the best of time. So, yeah, on Thursday, uh, many having returned. Um, Obviously, you've now held four shows here at Castle Danger, and uh, how do you think all of them have gone so far? I mean, your fifth show is coming up on September 16th, that's part of an anniversary tour, but how, how do you think you've done so far? Uh, when's this season done, done pretty well, so I'll say, I'll say a couple of, couple of these shows could have gone a lot better than they should have done. Um, again, it's just obviously working with a tinier um, environment, so... He's going to because he's really going to say crock. So, yeah, it's obviously just trying to work, work, work it out and stuff like that. But, yeah, no, so they've been, they've been alright, so I can't complain. So there's obviously just a few team problems here and there, but then eventually get smoothing out in due course, I won't... Like, managed to find solutions. It's just a case of trial and error, really. Uh, pretty much nailed it. Uh, I mean, I've I've held. My personally, I've held. I've I've held or been responsible for holding probably over two. Just just shade over. No, not two hundred. Uh, I wish it was. Fuck. But no, I held book a couple of uh, a couple of shows in Leytonstone. Oh eight. That was about as fun as pulling teeth and getting. Yeah. And again, just a surgical procedure on every orifice imaginable at the same time without anaesthetic. Um, preferably from clones of Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. That was by breaking in. Breaking in the same way as you break into someone's house and set the place on fire. Um, then obviously with Kick-Ass Wrestling forming, I was part of a coalition which was a bit of a cartel actually come to think of it and uh, two, two of our, three of our partners decided to go a bit Mexican on this and try and kill us basically so it's basically been me after 2010 pretty much uh, we did 10 shows in Enfield um, thanks to Chaos he provided the venue I did the rest um, and then over 65 shows if my memory serves it correctly no much more than that well, we did 33 shows at the original arena in the first year. Cult. And they were shit. Cult. <laughs> Seriously, some of the stuff... Cult. Okay, Cult. Chaos Gormanator at X3. Cult. Um, the Cult. tag match from the main event, the first anniversary, was fine. Cult. But a lot of the stuff from the first year sucked a big bag of dicks. Cult. A huge bag of elephant dicks, quite Cult. frankly. Cult. You know, massive drawback after massive drawback. Cult. So, uh, post-2010... No, Did the whole no, house chaos thing? That was cool. Done several, you know, five years no, at KW House, and then we, we moved to Church <laughs> Hall. We started bringing shows again at KW House, and then obviously your four shows and those stuff. KW obviously has worked almost entirely because 
of trial and error. Right, so <coughs> let's um, briefly mention this. Um, Jimmy Suzuki. Uh, was it just a case of he kind of was a bit of a dick or was it a bit more sinister? Well, obviously, it wasn't meant to be sinister in any way. Um, but I just remember him, obviously, sort of backstage, like, sort of talking about that he, you know, that, well, fair enough, he's only just, like, an academy um, graduate, so to speak. So he was, you know, he was one of these sort of, uh, uh, a bit e egotistical, you know, they sort of, like, they try and, they try and, like run before they've learned the wolf so, so to speak you know and it was just a case of okay you know you think you you know you're one of the big guys you think you've got the you know you think you've you know you've got the not so much the egos but you think you've got the you know the experience of the big guys you know being uh, you know you're whinging that you want a title shot you want to at least have a contendership shot you want to at least you know like fight up there with some of the big guys like and like, I'm not bigging my ego up here because I'm not exactly an egotistical person, but, you know, I'm probably one of the biggest stars on the roster, like, you know, um, obviously Hall of Famer and as well as almost being, like, tw coming up for almost, like, 20-odd years, like, doing this shit, like, you know, it's a case of, you know... I think officially you, it was um, nearly 14. Yeah, you know, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's, you get the idea, it's yeah. basically been in your blood your whole life. Yeah, it's... You know, also, I mean, I started 2002 for Christ's sake, you know, so, you know, it's, it's getting, you know, put it this way, if I was to round it off to the nearest decade, you know, there's almost 20 odd years, like, so, you, you know, after that, you start feeling it, but it was a case of, you know, you've been there, you you, you sort of, like, you started from the ground up, and you know it's a, it can be a slow burner, like, you know, you have to, you know, at least have a couple of matches under your belt, you know, before you're even considered for a contendership or at least the championship matches. And, you know, he was backstage, obviously, bitching a winking, I want to go for a contendership, I want to go for a title, I want this. Obviously, in his half Japanese, half English accent or whatever it's supposed to be, like, you know. And I thought, okay, if he wants to, you know, well, I didn't think this, I just thought, well, I they should have a change, go forward, you know, it's it's here at Castle Danger. I thought it would only be fitting if I actually have a match here, like, you know. And I was actually expecting one of the bigger boys, like, to actually take up the offing, like, you know. I either selfie dick being, obviously, well, selfie dick's just selfie dick. Um, well, I, was, I was thinking that, you know, anyone could have probably, you know, changed me, or at least one of the bigger guys could have changed me, because obviously, I decided to put that on, like, put an added bonus to it, that if anyone should beat me, like, they'd be added to the Castle Danger Tournament final, like, which and would have made it a triple threat, like, you know, so the first thing it's making, again, making history, which is what we're about. But, obviously, Suzuki obviously stepped up and did his whinging, like, you know, that he feels he should at least get it, because if he win, if he beats me, he'll get into the, the Danger Tournament final, obviously, making it the triple threat, and then obviously he would feel that that was his way of, you know, getting himself up in the rankings to uh, go contendership or, you know, championship match. And it was a case of, okay, so he thinks he's got the big pants on, he wants to, you know, challenge. So I'm like, okay, fair enough. And as obviously the footage shows, I just, 
you know, not so much literally, but I pretty much wrote the shit out of him. <laughs> you know, and I just thought, and I, to be honest, I did get a bit, not wound up, but I got irritated the fact that I thought, you know, I don't like these academy kids, you know, being disrespectful in that way, thinking that their egos are bigger than their talent. So I thought, okay, if you want, if you want to be, you want to be that famous. I thought, okay, you know, I thought I'll make you famous, and then obviously. After waste disposing in the crap out of him, which he decided to inadvertently kick me in the nuts in the progress oh. of it, it was a case of you know you, you know you want to be famous, okay, I'll make you famous, you know, and, and the your you know just your fan base will go up, like you know by you know even if you survive a waste disposal, you at least get some followers yeah. on Twitter or whatever it's called. So yeah, that's why I did it after. That's why I did that after match because. You know, he wants he wants to be big and famous. Well, hopefully that works for him. Yeah, I mean, one thing that the uh, academy graduates in at the KAW Academy learn off the bat is rule one hundred one: don't be an ego. Yeah, check your ego at the door. Have a degree of respect for those who paved the way for you. And Suzuki, to I'll give him a little credit. Because he, he went after one of the, arguably one of the pioneers. One of the guys who has set the tone for Southeast Underground Wrestling in the last 10 years. And like I said, not trying to toot your horn, but it's just yeah. what people say. What people have said about you. You know, a man who, you know, you started in 2002, which is the rumours why people said that you and Vicky Fame were at Knighton back in the day. Um... Vicky Fame, of course, is Wizkid Luke's uh, older Jeez. sister. No, let's get it right. Jizkid Luke. <laughs> what, what other fan of Wizkid Luke either? No. To be fair, he's been, he's been what, persona non grata here on KW for, what, three and a half years? No. I, I know a lot of guys, I, I know a lot of guys in that locker room who would say, fuck that guy, but others would reply, he'd enjoy that. Hopefully the concussions haven't got, got, the, wor- got the worst of me over me years, but... Didn't he, didn't he go out with um, Dakio Toyotomi at some point? Yes. Yes, because it's um, it was. Oh, it was actually, it was, it was actually a right. bad pun intended. It was actually outed from the outset. Yeah. Dakio Toyotomi was bisexual. Yeah. Um, and Whiskey Luke was gay, gay but no, he was hadn't officially. Gay. He was kind of still in the closet. If that makes sense. Experimenting. Some may even say experimenting. I mean, he. he after he left KAW, he did come out eventually, but um, I think that's what rubbed yeah. people the wrong way. That's only because Stevens pretty much caught him in the act, wasn't it? No, that was Party Time Pit. That was the New Year's Eve incident. No, the, point, the, the, point, the point is, obviously, is that I think people just didn't like that lack of authenticity. I have even mentioned it, I think I even mentioned it on the 2014 bonus episode. Uh, bo- uh, What's that? Brief history of KW 2014, which recently dropped on um, tinyurlcom slash radio. Um, the whole thing regarding Wizkid Luke, and obviously he kind of <laughs> enters the lexicon of uh, our conversation here. Um, now, obviously, we mentioned you've promoted four shows here. Trial and Error has kind of got you to this point in time. Obviously, the big thing coming up on September 16th is that you have the third and final leg of the ninth anniversary tour. 
The last time you were involved in a ninth anniversary supercar of anything, you wrestled DL Hicks for nearly no, 40 minutes. And um, quite frankly, it was fucking amazing. That put Leighton Stone on the map for a year and a half. Um, but uh -oh. do you... Still got your kebab left. Apparently I still have a kebab from last night. Thanks. <laughs> to be fair, put that in the section that says, I don't give a shit for now. Let me, after the show, yeah. maybe I'll consider it. There you go. Cheers. <laughs> no, but, but do you have anything sort of in the pipeline for the ninth anniversary? Obviously, uh, we've promised obviously the finals of the King Car Stage Tournament. We promised a qualifying matchup for the third annual Saul Taylor Classic Cup. I believe we're going to have four qualifiers, and then I think we're going to have an eight-person eight tournament for the tournament outright, starting October thirteenth, if I'm right. Um, so we're going to have qualifying matches over the course of the anniversary, I think one on Friday 8th of September, two on the 9th, and then one here in Lowestoft. I'm trying to work it all out at this point in time, as Mrs. Danger's brought out K, uh, KW Cat, Molly. <laughs> Hello, Molly. <laughs> and um, so, is there anything you might find that you can reveal, or are you keeping it under wraps? Basically, do you have anything in the pipeline for September 16th? Well, I've got a couple of ideas. Um, I'm not going to give away too much. Um, I'm looking... I, I'm, I'll, I'll also say this. I am looking at... It's not a guarantee it'll happen, but I'm looking at hopefully hosting a KW's first ever beach match. And when I mean that, I mean literally it'll be a fight on the beach. <laughs> on the glorious KW... On the glorious Lowestoft beach. So the chances are there will be lots of sand going in ice. Goggles might be provided. <laughs> and not the type of goggles for your cock, Stevens. But, um, that's, that's something in the pipeline that I'm sort of do the first on. Um, but yeah, so who's going to participate in that? I don't know. Will it be a championship match? I don't know. Um, quite possibly. Um, but... Yeah, I don't want to give away too much um, at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at maybe possibly bringing in a, a, a comedy match or something. Because that's what we do and yeah. we like doing that. Um, but yeah, so it's just See, a bit of comedy never happens. killed anyone, Jim Cornette. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we Thank you, fuck you, bye. <laughs> 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 exactly. Um, so yeah, so that's a possibility. Um, a first ever beach match. Because um, it's only a beach match, it's going to be like a staple of that, but I didn't quite think of it at the time. It was just something that kind of a light bulb moment. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, and we'll just sort of see how, how we go um, from there, basically. So yes, obviously you've got the. Castle Danger Tournament final, possibilities of a beach match because the only reason why I say probably having it in September is because hopefully we'll it it'll be a lot cooler as well so it's not like you're going to be um, basically Michael Barrymore at a swim pool party. Oh! Uh, yeah, so, so basically, yeah, you know. drowned? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, sweating his ass off the moon, but he, he probably has something to do with it. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. I, I will concern, where's your mama's money? Ooh! Um, Shoot me! <laughs> to be fair, I can't sue us once already, fucking hell. Well, 
Well, he, he tried a bit. He tried bitching about me about it. I mean, it was a case of I remember when I first moved up here about four years ago. Um, obviously, Mrs. Danger lent me one of her guitars to like to have a well, well play on, but not, well not only play on but rehearse because I, I did a little workshop in with a Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Yeah, um, that's because I took a picture of it put it on Facebook. Um, somehow we working shit with these. The army of children must have fat like sort of snooped on my Facebook page about it and decided to whinge about it saying oh, no, he's gonna he's gonna bought himself a guitar out of out of my mum's money, blah blah blah. Despite the fact that when obviously there's a bit of history between Mrs. Danger and obviously the um, the ginger pig, um like she actually showed him that bloody same guitar that I used. So how the fuck is it? Oh, he bought that out of my mum's money, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, um, get your facts right, you know? But, yeah, you know, they always believe in Fantasyland or Wilco's, you know, they don't, they, don't like, they don't really like the truth. You tell them a bit of truth, like, you know, you can even tell them a lie and make it out to look like the truth and they'll still, like, think it's... They'll think it's bullshit. Yeah. Evidently. Evidently, um, I think the um, biggest truth that Mrs. Danger ever told to that ginger penis was, you need a Viagra prescription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much what she did say to him. Because um, I, I can tell, tell you just now, Mrs. Danger could even tell you some, well, can literally rip the shit on him, and yeah, you'll be, you'll be leaving here with stitches in your belly ready to burst. Mm. Like, the amount of thing, the amount of sort of dirt and crap that she's got on him. Like, I remember Mr. Danger telling me one time that it almost took him about an hour just to get it at least from flaccid to at least semi. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, that, goes, that just goes to show that, how you got to show one thing. Like, one, he's definitely into children, he's not into actually full-grown adults. And secondly, if he if he took him an hour to get at least get a semi, then surely he must not be into women that much. He must clearly be like his brother, yes. but just obviously a closet instead of a full on. Oh yeah, my, well because one's bi, one's well yeah, one's bi and a pig, one's full-grown gay and thinks he's Jesus. Slag. Um, and then you got you got two, you got one sister, you got one sister who's a who, who likes. Who likes their own brother? Or half brother? Keep her legs open. Half brother. You got. I mean, obviously, you got obviously. She keeps them. Doesn't keep them. You got the young. You got the, you got like the youngest sibling out of the lot, which unfortunately I fell in that trap. Um, who prefers? Who, who prefers to be the um the bottom line of a graph? Was it the uh, horizontal line? <laughs> um, yeah, and then you got the puff, the magic dragon of a mother. So, and then you got this woggy shit who's clearly a. And clearly not into women as much as he tries to make that he's that he is. So he, um, if you do ever catch get this video, um, Mr. S. Wilcox, um, by the way, he doesn't own the Wilkinson um, shops. By the way, he never has the money. Um, yeah, are you a closet homosexual? You must be because. <laughs> Um, obviously, if women don't turn you on, and there's not enough children in the world for you to get a hard on, then... <laughs> Precisely. If that got on camera, I fucking thank God. Because <laughs> that just... 
Blue, yellow, basically. <laughs> basically, while, while Mr. Danger was going through that rather eloquent rant, because he literally could have gone every other word was like, cunt, 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 cunt. He could have, he could have just gone into um, his first of a friend of Birch routine. Plays, sitting behind the camera, shit his pants. Legitimately, we, we can see, he's got green shorts on and he shit, he shit himself. It's all oh, green gray. and brown. They're grey. Mm. Or grey and brown. This, oh, it's... <laughs> I'm not betraying the fucking fort now. Great. Uh, for sale, pair of shorts, tight cut. If, we, if you notice that there's a distinct cut in this, it's only because Spreaker tried to kick us off that I had to re-edit this. Just for full disclosure. <laughs> and this was all because I said there was rumours that Mr. Danger in 2003 was, was dating Vicky Fane, the one-time Leightonstone females champion because no one else was there to um, put over what was it the little, the little sister where's Mark that's yeah, was it Jeremy the horizontal line that's it soap dodger I, I, had to, I couldn't remember off the top of my head sometimes though remembering that kind of stuff is like um, traumatic like being being like um, the victim of like a traumatic rape or you know Maybe a war survivor or something like that. You're trying to forget it entirely. Okay. And relax. She's not so, so, um, just to um, wrap up this section before I sign off, because I just realised we've got to fuck off in about half an hour, so, um... Stevens! Is Stevens a <laughs> Yes, he is. I think also we have to... Fumigate, you hear spraying, we have to fumigate the room because the uh, blade shit his pants. What, we're calling spray? <laughs> it's spray. <laughs> so, <coughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> gotta get this back on track for this final question, I've gotta nail it. <laughs> and evidently, a question from Miss N. Chromosome from Ipswich. Did you take it up the arse? <laughs> no, that's from, uh, that's from LS in, in Watford. <laughs> What, you take out the right. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not going to take any more questions. You, you bastards are just terrible. <laughs> God's sake. Right. So, my final question before we sign off is, um, right, if you could describe Kickass Wrestling's legacy uh, in the now five years, you've actually spent. You know, this weekend actually marks your fifth anniversary uh, as part of Kickass Wrestling as well. If you okay, hang on. Two, it's a two. Say, the, the, five, the five year mark would have the five year mark would have actually been not yes. Uh, what's it? The ninth today. It's the ninth. Yeah. So it would have been take, yesterday. It would have been the day before. No, it's, it would have been the day before the event. It's the ninth. It's the ninth. Yeah, it's oh, the ninth. Yeah, sorry, it would have been because um, obviously, if I remember, it, I started on the seventh, which was like literally the day after my twenty third, if I remember. And so obviously it would have been the Friday that would have marked the fifth year. Um, yeah, 7th of July 2012. So, yeah, five years. Um, two so, so this is a two-part question. Number one, what's your favourite matches in that five-year time span that you can remember off the top of your head? And number two, if you could describe the legacy of kick-ass wrestling to just an average Joe on the street, 
what would it be? So we'll start part one, your favourite matches from five years of danger in KAW. Uh, favourite match? Oh, that's a difficult one. Um, it's always a difficult one with matches. Is it a match including me or just a... It can, yeah. Imagine, oh, I think we're a bit too hot <laughs> on Belial, to be fair. Um, to be fair. Well, well, we haven't been in it long. It was including um, me. It probably had to be the... Um, Jesus. Uh, pro probably me... Um, obviously, my match with Hicks. I can't remember. I've had so many moves, I believe. I know, it's, I know it's one of them where I came out, I was wearing a This Is Awkward t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> that would have been, been the sort of that was your London, match. Your London farewell from the first double feature. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, that would have been my best match. I mean, like, as much of a prick as, as he has become. I mean, backstage, obviously, when some of the wrestlers, well, some of the fans don't really get to see much. Um, he's actually quite... A, Great guy, at, you know, backstage, right? You know, he's always winning the talk and whatnot. It's normally the um, nicest guys backstage that are the biggest pricks. Yeah. Dangerous asshole. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a massive. <laughs> he's a massive penis. I'm a massive. Ask Mrs. Danger. Apparently, I can't be a stupid. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't mean it in that way. <laughs> <laughs> she meant it in another way. <laughs> Evidently, Mr. Danger, how does it feel to be a tripod? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's Andy? Because at least I can, in case of a fall over, I've always got an extra leg to, keep, to stop me from falling on my face. Well, oh, Jesus. She's looking at me and saying, You're going to die when you're finished. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, there's the international sign. It's all <laughs> but, um, she just called you, yeah. Andy. I don't know, I mean, that's probably one of my best matches, obviously, the, yeah. like, the London Farewell, I hate uh, oh, And then... Yeah, that was really and then I forgot, I completely forgot what the other question was now. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll mention that I think, yeah, the Hicks match at the double feature was a really good matchup. I'd say the match you had at the first Lowestoff show was an underrated match, um, where if... Hicks lost, he would literally be given a ticket to London and he'd have to, he wouldn't be able to wrestle in Lowestoft. Yeah. That was a clever stimulation. That was the first Castle Danger match. Yeah. That was a fun match. Um, I just thought I'd add that. Um, I'd say, you know, we're talking about matches including yourself. What about Ace? Um, what about Ace? Ace? <laughs> Don't know. Again, that's a very tough one because your body of work in KWO for five years has been quite broad. Um, so, the second part of the question was if you could explain Kick-Ass Wrestling's legacy to just Joe Public or to a fellow fan, or, you know, a fan of underground wrestling or just anyone in general, what would it be? Not Wilkinson. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, you know that. Um, Try to get us kicked off, Stevens. <laughs> well, if I was to, if I was to sort of talk it up, Talking um, to someone, uh, also, oh, like, no. I'd say the best thing to say is it's probably a slow burner. Obviously, you know, good things don't don't come along overnight. So I hope not. It's like the same fucking years. Yeah, I mean, you know, so you know, good things obviously come to those who wait. Basically, I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd say you know, there's still like many years, many good years to come. Hopefully, you know. Um, yeah, I'd say hope. There's 
Yeah, so if I was just to explain to someone, it's just a slow burner, you know. Um, you know, you've got that saying that obviously too many cooks spoil the broth, like it's just a case here. That, you know, we learned that lesson in 2009 yeah, in Chicago 3 about yeah, partners. Exactly, it's a case of, you know, just, you know, to make, I mean, it's like, it's like some, like, you know, well, I eat my mum in terms of, like, when she makes a cup of tea, so, like, you know, the, you know, to make the perfect cup of tea, you've got to at least let the tea bag, you know, brew for a bit. So, you know, that's that's the same with this. Like, you know, to make to make, to make it perfect, like, you know, you've got to at least let the tea bag brew for, you know, a good while to get a decent cup of tea. So, there you go. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I think that pretty much is uh, pretty much nailed it. Um, Stevens is playing fishing simulator over there. <laughs> Blaze is playing Goat Simulator. simulator. <laughs> That's after the goat's taken a massive poop. And Mrs. Tage is just um, sign language for the for the deaf. No, she just <laughs> she's just calling you a wanker, mate. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, no. 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 Just tell me. Just oh. kill him. So, oh. she's, so she's one of the ladies that um, is in the bottom left of my screen was doing after 3am run, um, reruns of Casualty. Oh, okay. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is a generated fast and that would have been the Scott on the streets. Why is it out? Uh, food for the boss? Why is this? Be BFH. Be boss fair alone. That's a bullseye, I think. Okay, we best let you out into the wild before I sign off and then we can fuck off back out to London. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Danger. Hey, hey hallelujah. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Ow! Right, so I don't know what a weird turn this has taken, but it, this has been um, a live episode of KW Radio. We take this on the 9th of July. It will be out on the 12th, hopefully, without too many edits. I'm just hoping that little rant with um, a certain family out in Lakenstone stays uncut. Um, but holy fucking Jesus, that's that's going to be some interesting talks with the censors at Spreaker. <laughs> um, of course, as Mr. Danger mentioned, our next show in most Soft is on September 16th, and uh, there's Blaze. Oh, he's changed his shorts. Okay, fair enough. Um, we may have to burn his old ones, but um, yeah, upcoming dates, August 12th, Final Stop 2017, three dates in September, 8th in KW House Stepney, 9th at St Mary's Church or Shadwell, 16th back here at Castle Danger, check kickoffs.co.uk, check our social media and all that bollocks. Um, you don't need to know about upcoming grab shows that I'm going to because, quite frankly, I'm shit out of time. I've been David Lovell. Thank you very much for listening and or watching on our, our website. And we'll see you very soon. I'll talk to you very soon. Tally fucking ho. I need a lie down.